0: Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuiduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Newaduck. Hello everyone and welcome to
1: today's episode. It is going to be a fantastic one. I have an amazing guest and our topic today is about more love and sex. I am so excited to bring to you my dear friend and the first speaker I hired to speak at the Fabulous at 50 launch for Calgary, Alberta over over five years ago now. Holy smokes, Eileen, that's amazing. (laughs) Eileen Head has been called the relationship whisperer. She is a transformational personality pattern coach, author, and speaker. Couples and singles alike hire her to translate their personality traits so they can find or reconnect to deeply intimate, meaningful relationships, something we all desire and deserve. She is passionate about helping you get more love and sex. Welcome to the show, Eileen. Thank you. Thanks for
2: having me on.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. And I probably shouldn't give behind the scene um, tips away, but I just have to share this because I'm all about being real and authentic. All of the Fab is a 50 podcasts are just real conversations with women that I admire. Sometimes I'm friends with, sometimes I'm, you know, I'm just meeting for the first time. And occasionally technicalities happen and we've had, we've had a couple doozies here today, but what's so important is that we have not let them rattle us. We have taken the deep breath, just like everything in life. And we have a choice. We can either get really upset or we can say, Hey, you know, do you have a few more minutes let's go again and let's let's have our conversation again and see what comes up this time or let's let's re-engage so eileen thank you so much for having that type of energy and and being on our show today
2: thank you for having me
1: yeah well before we actually get started I would love you to share with everyone how they can be in touch with you. Cause I know some of my listeners literally start typing in a website so they can bring up who it is as the guest and learn more about them and what they're talking about. So if someone wants to reach you, what, what's your website?
2: My website is eileenhead.com and there's lots of resources for you on there. A free call, whatever's going on, pop on a call. There's no pressure. Let's see where you are and what resources I have. There's a free personality test, lots of programs for you.
1: Fantastic. And that's what you're all about personality. But I know that you came to helping people with their love and their sex lives and their relationships in general through, through studying about personalities, but there's more of a personal story behind that and And of course, you know that I always like to dig into what has shifted in your life. After 50, what did you not expect that shifted in your life? Can you share a little bit about that for us?
2: Well, I didn't expect a divorce after 35 years. (laughs) Uh, However, it was a relationship that was very stressful. Uh, Same values, same goals, same morals. And yet we just could not find the answer to connect. Um, Mm -hmm. It was unemotional and whatever resources i found just didn't work for us and i'd see couples that were so comfortable with each other and i think what's the secret there has to be a Mm -hmm. secret and as a woman what is it that i'm doing wrong was it you know we take it to ourselves right and so after 35 years uh you know i was dying inside i felt out of integrity staying with a man who i no longer loved i wanted him to move on as well, to possibly find a new relationship. And the stress, you know, there was there was uh, medical things that were starting to show up. And so, mm. you know, the the universe uh, was saying, you better do something about this.
1: That is a huge, huge step after 35 years, and you were after 50, you were already into your 50s. That is a massive step. So what I, I would say that's very daring. I mean, you really stepped into a whole new life and you wanted to learn more about yourself. Can you share a bit about how what process, what because you I, I know you to be a confident and successful, happy woman that just exudes like life energy. That's not the woman that first left that marriage. what What's happened to trans transform you?
2: When well, you talked about that life force energy. It got so that I, I had difficulty walking into the house. My oh, energy, you. you know it, it was just like it was like I didn't have enough energy to sustain life and you know, mm. I was being called on to to move on. And you know if we if, if it's if you're unable to put it together, then you need to do a step to to you know make, to change the pattern, right? And so I, I stepped out of the marriage. I asked for a six-month uh, separation, but that never came about. And uh, But it gave him an opportunity to make choices and work with me or not. And it, he chose not to, unfortunately. And so I moved on and created a, a life where I thrive in, as you know, and a life that I absolutely love. And I want women to know that you don't need to leave the marriage. There are ways of reconnecting and regenerating and rejuvenating a marriage.
1: Right, right. And that's what you're specialized in now, right? That's what you, when you found more meaning about yourself, it was that you were tapping into a program that teaches about different personality traits.
2: It's, yeah, I use the Enneagram, which is a scientific model of human behavior. And it's very specific. If you're this personality these are your traits, this is what you value, this is how you feel loved, this is your intimacy style, this is your core emotional need, your leadership style, all of those. And so when you put those together um, in a couple dynamics, uh, you have a lot of information, You know, instead of trying to figure out like, why is she acting like that now? You know, it, for the fellow it's very specific or for the woman, like, what's he thinking? Well, he may not even be thinking, but this is how his <laughs> talents <problems> are. <laughs> Right? So true. We're
1: projecting what we think they're thinking. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're not. (laughs) But it takes the stress away and helps you figure out what each other, what makes each other tick. And more than that, how to create connected, conscious, loving relationships together where both of you thrive
1: and feel beautiful
2: and appreciated.
1: Right, right. Now, has that led you into more loving relationships nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing a leading question here i have a little bit of an inside scoop on you
2: yeah so i'm i'm 69 and i was reading um novels uh, that were very sexual and i you know i thought there was a sadness in me that i'm never going to experience that i'm Mm -hmm. never going to experience the the fun exciting sex like that and so I decided I was going to <laughs> manifest this in and I was reading this, my sexual energy hyped up and this man came in and what he did for me was he praised my body. Mm. authentically, And for most of us, I think we all have body issues, right? But he made me feel comfortable. I trusted him and it opened me up a part of me that I, never knew was there that I never thought I would experience, you know, the sexual, the playfulness, the, the sensual part and the feeling of that energy is amazing when you experience that. And so no matter what age we're at, it is possible. It is possible and it's possible to, um, but I, I, I wanted to experience it. So I stepped into it.
1: That, is beautiful and very, shall I say daring, it goes against the grain of what is predominantly out there in the world, where there is a bit of an ageism around right. sex we're breaking the boundaries as far as what um, people, you know, over 50 and over 60 are doing as far as their jobs and careers, we now have a term the encore career. You know, you might've had a different job and then you retire or semi-retire and go into something else. And, but I still think there's a mindset around after 50 or once women hit menopause or after that, that the desire is gone. You know, sometimes in cultures, it's just expected that, you know, you, sex, intimacy is just for making babies, but we are sensual beings. I believe life
2: has gotten mundane. I believe it's gotten flat. I believe relationships disconnect. Resentments build up. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you've got these barriers between you. And what a woman wants is to feel desired. Mm -hmm. He wants to be desired. And men can give that to her. Although she needs to be ready to receive it and to work on her issues.
1: Exactly. We were talking about that earlier. And And my point was that um, when we we often give, give, give to the point of depletion, but Mm -hmm. we need to be willing to receive. It's not I I hate the term give and take. It's not about giving and taking. It's giving and receiving. Mm -hmm. And so you were talking about the man, the man can show how much or the partner, let's say partner, Mm -hmm. whether it is, you know, male, female or not, but one partner can show the desire for the other. But the one receiving needs to be open to receiving, because if, if we get kind of like, oh, no, and super bashful, which we often are, depending on the circumstances of where we come from. But if we can get past that, if we can heal from past hurts and get to the point where we receive, then that coming together and the magic you talked about can happen. But I can definitely see where one person is, like, I desire you. And it's like, how can you possible I have this wrinkle here and this glob of fat over here. And, you know, I can imagine this also, this is circumstances, but it also goes into our personalities and and how we relate to each other.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, the blocks we set up and, and, you know, I believe there's a lot of women out there in in. You know, that's what I find about women over 50 is you start to feel their energy of dissatisfaction.
1: Mm, interesting. It,
2: it's like a low, mm, mm. and it's because you know they haven't gotten that fairy tale life that they wanted. And life can be serious and it can be mundane, but it can come back together and it can rejuvenate and, and thrive. Uh, you need to do the work together and and sometimes women stop that because they say well my husband won't come I have worked with women who've absolutely turned around their relationship in a very short period of time they've come and said okay it's about me now I'm going to work on me Mm -hmm. and re the relationship they came back and say I never believed it was possible you know he's doing this and he's doing that he was never at a session he started to follow her lead
1: yeah yeah, it can be that. Do you have an example of um, of that? You know, because it, it it can be very daunting when we get in, shall we say, the second half of our life, yeah. thinking, you know, oh, like you did a very brave thing leaving your marriage. And some people might say, well, that was a crazy thing, but it's, you are in a happier, healthier space now, but you're giving some, uh, shall we say hope to people that you don't always have to leave to find that you don't, you know, do you have, can you give an example of somebody when they came in and
2: yeah, there there was a gal who came to me. I do. Should I stay? Or should I go coaching? And my three goals before are always rejuvenate, regenerate, reconnect if possible. And so she said, No, I'm done. He's controlling. Um, You know, I'm, I'm going to leave. And I said, Okay, well, let's do some work first on you. Because if you're going to leave, you want to do it in a healthy way. Right. And so we I did some work with her. And then she said, Well, my husband wants to tell his version of this. And so he came in and, and he told his version. He said, All I'm trying to do is help her. And she's saying he's controlling he's you know he's used to running crews and things so he's very like yeah, he's different. being mr fix it he was being yeah, but, very helpful
1: because he knows how to fix the situation
2: and so you know he's an assertive personality so strong and direct and she's a supporter so soft and and caring and and so i i taught them about their personalities and what they needed to feel loved and it, you know i got this phone call from her after about session four and she goes what did you do to my husband and <laughs> Uh oh, never want a conversation to start like that. <laughs> she said, he's so nice to me, he's he's so sweet mm. to me. He needed to learn how he was impacting her, and she needed to learn. And, and, and I said to her, What he wants is for you to say directly what it is you need and want. And she looked at him and she says, Won't you get mad? He goes, No, that's what I want you to do. Things like that. I interpret and translate personality traits together in a couple dynamics. So you understand how each other feels loved and reacts and thinks and feels and loves and appreciates. Mm-hmm.
1: That makes total sense. And, and to swing it back to the intimacy that we were talking about before is in that given situation, I can only imagine that before when she was on the ready to leave yeah. That there wasn't a lot of intimacy going on. Oh, I'm
2: sure. And then
1: afterwards, her coming out going, he's so nice and he's so helpful. But then that opens saying, the yeah. window for them yeah. to have, you know, more intimate uh, connections. And we are, we've said this before, that we are beings that crave and uh, want to share, give and receive love mm-hmm. and, and desire. That is part of our human condition.
2: And what happens with women is is they deplete themselves, and they and they do shut down sex, and then the man doesn't know what to do or how to change the situation. They shut it down, and and then the relationship, you know, yeah. if, you know, disconnects from there. And there is a way, you know, appreciation is the magic, but there is a way if if you're open to it, women, to you can have and these partners that have been unemotionally disconnected that men, men, I I coach men as well, and they are confused. They come, kind of they go, I don't know what she wants. She won't tell me what she wants. If she tells me I don't do it the right way. Like, mm. they really are, you know, they're willing, but their ego is also taking a big hit if they, they are rejected.
1: Yeah, interesting. It's I, what came to my mind there is, of course, my nursing side wants to get in on this. And when we talk about, Uh, whether it's women or men, because I know men sometimes shut off if there is and stress is a huge part of this. So if it's stress in the relationship or stress in the life is the same, it's like having a pantry of hormones in our bodies. So those are ingredients and a lot of the same, you know, ingredients to support us in our stress response are the same ingredients to our sexual responses. Mm -hmm. And if we are chronic and overstressed, then we deplete our resources. Is just one way to put it on there, and it, it reduces the libido. And then, of course, it can then be. And if we start projecting, like they're not wanting me, when really they're just too stressed themselves. Like it becomes this really complex interaction. Um, But I know I'm just going to throw it out there. I know that my partner, we've been together for um, over eight years. We met online, and um, he's a widow, I was divorced, and we came together. And, you know, I just want to illustrate this feels like an incredible, loving, solid relationship. And to bring up points that you mentioned is that appreciation I don't think a single day passes where we don't show some sort of appreciation for each other. Or if we're not getting along in a given day, I recognize that that might be missing. And I also recognize that when we come together and we are more intimate, and, and I'm using the word intimate on purpose, sometimes that means sexual relationships, sometimes it just means sitting on the couch and holding hands. But having that closeness where the rest of the world can fall away. I believe that, you know, when people have regular intimate connections, um, that it, it makes some of the other stresses in life melt away. Does that, would you agree with that? Absolutely.
2: Because, because when you have a partner who gets you and understands you and accepts you, even when you're out of balance and over the top, or you've got triggers going on, when they understand what those are and support you through that, like, you know, I say support us through our crazies. Uh, you know is that that's loving that is that is a conscious connected relationship
1: absolutely and that's what say that again a conscious connected relationship
2: you need to you need to be aware it has to
1: be on a conscious level for yourself
2: and for them what they need right what you both need
1: as opposed to just going through the motions this is the way it's always been stepping through that way that's That's the type of thing that you want to be connecting and creating. Fantastic. Now, we're getting close to the end of our talk. And I I would love if you could share three sort of concrete, definite pearls of wisdom that you would like to recommend to the listening audience today.
2: Yeah, my, my first one is, if you choose, there is an inner vixen in you. And there is a way for you to feel sensual and sexual and playful that you never knew existed. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I never believed that I would get that. The second point is I was reading those books that brought this all about, and I heard a, a marriage therapist say, um, women should read 30 minutes of, of erotica every day. Can you imagine? That would, that would spice things up. <laughs> and I was reading Sylvia Day, and it was the Crossfire series. Now, she writes different um, genres, but this was this was about, and it was a good storyline. There were five books in this, and I really enjoyed it.
1: Interesting. Okay.
2: And the third one is, happiness is an inside job. And I truly believe, unless until you understand your Enneagram, and yourself, and how you feel loved, um, that is the juice, when you have that, you have a foundation for anything, and I highly recommend that, Um, I'll help you with that, Mm -hmm. I have many tools, and resources, couples programs, and singles programs, and I'm going to run my five-day spice it up relationship challenge again shortly, I think, because that was fun.
1: absolutely, so Inner Vixen, Embrace your inner vixen, number yeah. one. Read number two, <laughs> you're suggesting. So whether it's half, I mean, welcome to it. Half an hour or even. I always like to start where people are. If you're reading, fantastic. If you're not reading and you've never really read that, then even just start off by reading something and just see whether it wakes something inside of you. If that's what I'm hearing want from to you,
2: you're into it. You know, for yeah. me, it was like boom but work your way into it. And, you know, I would say, don't, don't all of a sudden, you know, change your whole pattern. Your husband's going, what the heck is that you're going to need to do this uh, um, <laughs> with some awareness.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that, or engage your, your partner in that, but, but basically what I'm hearing is that allow yourself to feel those desires, like yeah. You know, and and when you said happiness is an inside job, definitely in alignment with what we do with Fab at 50, it's really about getting yourself ready. You, you know, you, we, I believe that we, we can't sit back and wait for our partner, whoever, whoever they are, to fulfill us. Now, we will have fulfilling, like it's, it's one of those things that we need to fill ourselves up first. Mm-hmm. And then when you come together, what you're getting is that amazing overflow yeah right with that
2: you you can create the love that you desire and thrive no matter what's going on in your life if you choose to it's mindset it's patterns and it's choices and it's working with those old beliefs and kicking them out the door and and, it's true yeah it's true
1: yeah we were talking about the choices before that the work you do the work I do the work that I know so many other people do it's about making a choice. And when we make a conscious choice, there's the word conscious again. When we make a decision, I can do this or I could do this. Like there's probably even more than that. But if you get it down to two main choices and you make a choice, the energy around what you're doing is so different than I'm just doing this by default.
2: It's a huge shift, not only in your mind, but in the chemistry of your body. Absolutely. it, It really is a shift choices and, and, uh, it, it, I You asked me before, you know, did you ever believe you would be doing this in your life? I never believed that I would write a book, um, create manuals, of programs, speak, um, experiences. That was a choice.
1: I it was it a there. choice.
2: And I envisioned it. And I believe I manifested that manual.
1: That's fantastic. And it's so, I mean, for the listening audience out there, there's no wonder why Eileen, you know, aligns so well with this, you know, Fabus at 50. I would say Fabus at 50 and beyond that, you know, we, we hit, we're picking a number, but it's somewhere in our midlife where we really shift yeah. and we make a choice. It's either same old, same old, or it's like I am going to co-create my destination and we all are about inspiring and I do find you inspiring Eileen and and it's about educating and I, I I can imagine that today's conversation is educating people and I know that you educate on a specific tool that you like um, so that people can understand themselves and other people better. And it's also about empowering. It's about saying, if you need support, we can help you get there. And being part of the Fabulous 50 community is something I know you've been passionate about over the years. And I love it because um, you can bring knowledge to us and and we love having you just part of our, our group of women that are out there to support each other and to say, how can we keep making our lives better and better so that we can get from our overflow and and naturally support those that are around us it's never about doing it in a selfish way it's always about I deserve this as well and when I'm glowing I can help other people glow so Eileen thank you so much for being on today's show and I look you. forward to many many more conversations in the future
2: <laughs> thank you so much Joanne.
1: Awesome. Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful day.
2: More love and sex.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Newaduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes, or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.